This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony San Filippo. Tony, I know you're feeling just a little bit under the weather today. Hopefully it's nothing worse than uh, just the weather changing. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm thinking it is. But, uh, you know, uh, it's definitely... Uh, uh, I'm drained today. And I, I did go to bed at a decent time last night. Obviously, I close. And uh, I'm usually tired for these shows. But, you know... Not gonna let it affect me by any means. I'm gonna continue to roll on. Got my liquids here to keep the vocal cords fresh. And even if it is the almighty, uh, coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> even if it's that, it ain't gonna take me down. It just put put me down for like two weeks from work. If yeah, that's a worst yeah. case scenario. So I'm hoping I don't have it. I don't think I do, but you know. You never know, I right? I think it'll be good, yeah. But other than that, buddy, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I uh, got plenty of rest, got uh, lots of stuff going on in my world. So, uh, you know, it's it's fun to stay busy, but, uh, you know, it's it's also somewhat exhausting. But I can't complain. You know, it's, it's better that than, uh, you know, unfortunately there are folks that are out there that are doing nothing. They can't find jobs. They can't do anything whatsoever. So I'd rather be busy than bored. Oh, yeah. I'm... I don't know what it's like to be bored. I'm always busy. I always have something I'm doing or I'm always moving. So I'm totally with you. Um, also want to say too, uh, fingers crossed that Facebook today will uh, let you guys watch. We still can't start a watch party. Nope. I think it's due to uh, uh, some big event happening next week. Uh, you guys may have heard of it. so. Um, But nonetheless, fingers crossed, we don't have the same video technical difficulties like yesterday. Um, So hopefully you're enjoying on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching. Uh, Feel free to chime in and interact with the show today. Exactly. Let's go, baby. And regardless, on with the show. So uh, let's go ahead and kick things off as we do each and every week with a question for my co-host. Not every week, every day. Tony, we talked about, uh, you know, if you could get away with uh, getting into a public place after hours, what would you do? My question to you is, if you broke into a restaurant, what would you do with that uh, time and the resources that were available to you? 
Well, I have to put on my hypothetical thinking cap because number one, I would never break into a restaurant after hours. That would be lame. Um, if it was going to be anything, obviously it'd be an amusement park, duh, somewhere fun. Of course, right? Uh, but if I was to break into a restaurant, let's say I was drunk or doing something stupid, uh, I would have to whip me up some good food. I don't know. just depends on what I'd eat, whether it's a burger, pancakes, eh, something in my skill set of what I could actually cook, you know? Because the odds are it's going to trigger an alarm and I ain't going to be able to make much. I'll be lucky if I have a piece of toast. So <laughs> uh, that'd have to be the hypothetical threat uh, or thought, not threat. Wow. Um, I'm not threatening to do that restaurants. Don't good, worry. Good, right. um, it would definitely be uh, to eat because I'd be drunk or, you know, out of it. All right. So I don't do drugs, so I can't say hi. So Right. Uh, and yeah. I would I would assume that you'd utilize the tables and chairs and things to, to eat and drink and do what you needed to. And uh, unfortunately, hypothetically, yes, maybe build a fort. Let's ooh, make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Use the tablecloths as the cover. Turn on Sports but, uh, Center, you know, drink a beer from the tap. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, in this case, a man broke into a restaurant in the UK and was found passed out in the bathroom the next day <laughs> beside a mop bucket filled with bottles of booze. And a half-eaten cheesecake. The owner of 808 Bar and Kitchen in Sunderland discovered the would-be thief early Saturday after following the sound of his snoring. The owner said, We opened the toilet foyer door, and there he was, our very own Sleeping Beauty, knocking out some Zs and leading us to his very position thanks to some very hefty snoring. CCTV footage had showed two men in fluorescent jackets and face masks breaking into the eatery and grabbing what they could which unluckily for them was not a great lot as they are currently closed. They stacked up a cleaner's mop bucket full to the brim with beer, cider, soft drinks, and possibly the most bizarre swipe of them all, a half-eaten cheesecake slapped straight onto the top of the bucket. <laughs> Around Ooh, two, okay. Hey, hey, when you got to have sweets, you got to have sweets. Around 2 a.m., one of the shoplifters dashed out of the restaurant. As staffers continued to scan the footage for the second thief, they heard a strange sound, which turned out to be his snoring. So, uh, you know, if you, if you need some food and a good place to sleep, I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend the bathroom floor of a restaurant, but... Uh, you know, I, I think they had maybe the right idea if they weren't worried about being caught. So either way, just strange things that happen in this world. It's it's weird to think that that really happens. It does. And it's and so like you're not going to get caught. I mean, that's the that's the that's the one thing that blows my mind. Uh, what are you going to do when you get busted? Oh, I uh, didn't know what I was. Right. You're in trouble regardless. <laughs> And I think they probably knew they were going to get busted. So who knows? In any case, it's, uh, you know, just we, we like to highlight the strange and the unusual here at the top of each show. Speaking of today's show, we have a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is Wednesday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Hump day! Yeah! <laughs> Being that it's Wednesday, we have words are hard. We have a segment called Truth Bombs. Our call-in topic is your Halloween routine. What do you do to get ready on Halloween night? We have sugar-free gummy bears. If you listened uh, either late last week or early this week, you sort of know where that's going. We have This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. Back in a few. Thank you. 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 28th. Now, uh, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Perhaps you spend a night in a restaurant on a bathroom floor with a half-eaten cheesecake at your side. We want to know about it. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O. Or 855-336-4973. All we ask is you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show, and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, home day, October 28th. Home day, yeah. Yeah. Let's roll with that, Filippo. Fast five. Congratulations, even though I am not a fan. You got to give props to him. The World Series is over. The Dodgers beat Tampa Bay Rays in game six to win their very first championship since 1988. So to all my Dodger fans, friends out there, Stacy, Carrie, Keith, my nephew Cullen, my uncle Jim. I had a hat, a tip of the hat to you, but... <laughs> Well, I know, but that's good, too, because your kiddos are Dodger fans as well, correct? They are, and they've been there five of the last six years, so I guess fifth time's a charm. Hey, yeah, yeah. you know, but nonetheless, uh, stoked from NL Best, you know, the NL West there. Right. <laughs> um, Ghost Adventure star Zach Baggins felt dark energy during his Joe Exotic Zoo investigation. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of bad juju there, buddy. Carol kinda- Baskin. I don't think she's there, but... Yeah, Des Bryant is back into the football world. He was uh, signed to the Baltimore Ravens practice squad, so it's only a matter of time before the former Dallas Cowboy receiver joins the team. So he said he's blessed and happy to be back in. So still uh, no Kaepernick there. But good old Kaepernick does have a Netflix show coming out. Netflix cast Jaden Michael of Netflix Vampires vs. The Bronx to play young Colin Kaepernick in this limited series. Me, me. <laughs> it did, you know, no offense. It just doesn't really. Well, and for folks, listening... was it going to be like my life is Chris? <laughs> yeah, or everybody, everybody hates, hates Chris, Chris. Whatever yeah. that is, is he going to narrate it? I don't know. But uh, you know, people listening all over the country, Tony and I actually grew up here uh, in Reno, Nevada, uh, and. Kaepernick went to the University of Nevada. He was a uh, a huge star. He was just inducted into the University of Nevada Hall of Fame, which I think he rightfully deserves for that. Absolutely. In the NFL, he was a lackluster player. Regardless of how you feel about his politics and what he did on field, he was no better than any other backup that's out there right now. Yeah. Well, and obviously, you know, either he's still blackballed or he's uh, sure blacklisted is probably a better term, so um, or he's just uh, not uh, good enough. Because I mean, there's a lot of spots the Dallas Cowboys could definitely use some star power at the QB position right now. Uh, with Dalton going down, they don't have anybody. They have a no-name guy, so eek, yep. leak out in Dallas. 
And uh, lastly, in the Filippo Fast Five, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton just announced their engagements, and fans are going B A N A N A A S on social media. In a post on Instagram, Steph, uh, Stefani, Stephanie, Stephanie, wow, <laughs> Stefani shared a photo of the pair kissing while holding her hand up to show the engagement ring. And Shelton in the post wrote, Yes, please. She then included emojis and a pair of hands. So congratulations to Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. They are getting married. And I think you added uh, one extra N-A, so it's banana A-N-A-N-A. I just read what was on the it's screen. It's banana baby. Hey, <laughs> like, I, I can spell bananas, but uh, I read what was I written. So <laughs> You're I am. Like Rob Burgundy, I will read what's on the prompter. So much that I will read this. After being kept under wraps for months, poorly, I might add, Borat, subsequent film, movie film, and a long other title. Right. So thank God they just put subsequent movie film here. Debuted on, uh, debuted? Debuted did, uh, today is really, wow. <laughs> words are hard today. Thank well, God it's Words Are Hard Wednesday. And here's on a little, Amazon Prop Fry. Here's a little hint that uh, Words Are Hard is all about Filippoing today. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's hard. It's extra harder today when I don't feel like my 100%. Right. Uh, on, so the movie, from the sounds of things, it was a great success for the streaming service. According to Amazon, the sequel was streamed by tens of millions of customers over the weekend, with over a million fans turning into Borat in a live Q&A and participate in a dance parties with others from all around the world. Very nice, Alaka, we're going to dance on the Amazon. In a statement, Jennifer Salky, head of Amazon Studios, said Sasha has masterfully created one of the most well-received films of this unprecedented times. I cannot read. Holy cow. <laughs> Showcasing some of the best and worst of us wrapped in one outrageous moment after another. But at its core, Borat 2 is a heartwarming story of father-daughter relationship and of female empowerment seen through a hysterical, satrical lens. With the tremendous launch of this global tentpole movie, it's clear our customers around the world want content that is both relevant and entertaining. Uh, the film follows Borat, uh, the now disgraced Kazakhstan journalist who must return to America amid the insanity of 2020 elections and COVID-19 pandemic to deliver his daughter as a gift to Vice President Mike Pence. Although the film couldn't quite match the unpredictability of the original, it became a success nonetheless. And one of the bigger things that came from Borat, very nice, was a married the uh, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> so, uh, so former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who is now the lawyer of Donald Trump, um, he got pranked and unfortunately did not come out looking good from this prank. No, he did not. Uh, obviously, there's this scene where he's being interviewed by Borat's daughter. Um, and during the scene, she's like, oh, do you want to take this interview to the bedroom? He goes to the bedroom. And then she's helping him take his mic off. He leans back. He puts his hand down the pants. It's up to you to decide what the heck he was doing. He was definitely coming off like grandpa, creepy, flirty, and touchy. It was a little weird, a little, yeah. a little awkward. I have not seen the movie yet, but I have seen that scene. Uh, but Giuliani is pissed. There's not much he can do about it. But... Uh, 
Yeah. And I know you saw the Borat. Uh, what did you think? Huh? You know, it was funny. Um, it wasn't as funny as the original. Of course, you know, he knows going into these situations that he's putting these people, essentially having them do things that uh, on camera they wouldn't otherwise do unless they were egged on. And then with the Rudy Giuliani scene, I think it was sort of a mix of... Um, Yes, him being creepy. I mean, there is no doubt there. But then also some liberties with editing to make it look like uh, he was being even creepier than he probably was, uh, especially when they were in the bedroom. And he was tucking his shirt back in. And, uh, of course, they edited in a way that it looked like he was touching himself. But, uh, you know, it is, again, that sort of mix of, uh, you know, editing makes all the difference in, in story narration. But... Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it, it was funny nonetheless, uh, and if you you take the politics out of it, uh, you just gotta sit back and appreciate it for what it is. Very nice. You like? <laughs> uh, you ready to do the time warp again? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, so Tim Curry is gonna join the Rocky Horror Horror. <laughs> Tim Curry is going to join the Rocky Horror Picture Show Halloween live stream. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Curry will be joined by his co-stars from the 1975 film Barry Bostwick and Nell Campbell, who played Brad Majors and Columbia, respectively, for a live stream of Rocky Horror. They'll also be joined by Wilder Valderrama, Lance Bass, Rosario Dawson, Jason George, Seth Green, Jason Alexander, Taylor Schilling, and David Arquette, among others. Um, as for music performances, will be provided by the Dresden Dolls, Miss Peppermint, Eliza Gonzalez, Josh Gad, Ben Barnes, Jenna Ushkowitz, Rachel Bloom, Karen Olivio, Melissa Jarrett Winker, Madison Uphoff, Callan Chase, and Rumor Willis. I've only heard of a few of those people, but you don't have to do. You do have to donate to view the live stream, which goes live 10 p.m. Eastern on Halloween night. But there's no minimum amount required, so you probably donate a buck. And fine uh curry is scaled back from live appearances since suffering a stroke in 2012 focusing instead of voice acting and animation and video games in 2016 he portrayed criminologist criminologist and expert the film's narrator in fox's live televised version of rocky horror um so if you're fans of that like i know lacy and i well, really just lacy's the only one i could think of right. a fan uh i i'm not personally a fan of it but uh if you are Tim Curry's coming back, and I think that's pretty damn cool for There that. you go. We went back uh, over the weekend and attempted to watch it. I hadn't seen it in a while. And aside from the uh, timeless musical numbers, the acting is so, so bad. So bad. Last begin. <laughs> All right, lastly, before we get to the birthdays, uh, it's, it's uh, going to be a football news. Football. Um, Antonio Brown officially signs with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The crazy wide receiver signed his contract Tuesday morning. Um, the one-year deal includes a $750,000 bonus per trade base salary uh, worth the max of $2.5 million. He has to earn incentives. Basically, he has to be a performing player. Uh, the Bucks have to make the playoffs. The Bucks have to win the Super Bowl, and then he'll get all these bonuses. So, uh, what's crazy is he is—he's been on the conduct policy. He's been suspended. He'll be eligible to return Week Nine, so or he can debut. 
November 8th when the Bucks host the Saints. So um, good pickup for the Tampa Bay Bucks, just showing that they're all in on trying to win the Super Bowl because their coach bashed him at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Looks like all is forgiven because money talks and controversy creates cash. Roll them birthdays, boy. It's my Oh yeah, birthday kids. Bill Gates, the Microsoft founder, is 64. Caitlyn Jenner or Chris Jenner, whatever Jenner, is 70. Uh, Julia Roberts is 53. Still pretty woman. Uh, pun intended. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix, <laughs> the Joker, 46. That's a terrible joke. That was bad. Brad Pace, Brad Paisley is 48. Annie Potts, Ghostbusters, what do you want? That was a better one. 68. Uh, Andy Richter, 54. Lauren Holly, you're telling me there's a chance. 57. One of my favorite Denver Broncos of all time, Terrell Davis is 48. And Dennis Franz, 76. Happy birthday, kids. Hope you have a great day. That's it for the entertainment news today. <laughs> Folks, that does do it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it's Wednesday, and that means words are hard. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 28th. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. I'm available on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S A N F I L I P P O.94, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. So you can certainly reach out and get a hold of us at any of those platforms. Now it is Wednesday, and as we do on Wednesdays, we talk about words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically today, we are talking about flippoing. It is a verb that we've come up on, uh, come up with on this show. Basically, when uh, Tony's reading and can't quite pronounce a name or a word and, and doesn't get it mm -hmm. quite right, we've dubbed it flippoing and uh, came and up. I did a lot of it last segment. Oh, I apologize. Yeah. Hey, that's all right. You know, it's uh, it wouldn't be live radio without uh, a little bit of stumbling over our own words. Jeez, and, uh, and it's not even hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and as we like to say here on the show, words are hard. Speaking of which, I came across a list of uh, essentially Filippoed words. These are words that uh, people had read maybe their entire life one way. And when they go to pronounce it, they pronounce it wrong because, you know what, they've never even really heard it. For instance, uh, you have a Twitter user, Pete Pickerill. Boy, I almost flipped pee -pee? his... Pee-pee? <laughs> yeah. Pee-pee He you used to pee-pee. Uh, he used to read <laughs> the word uh, T-O-U-C-H-E, touche, as, as touchy, which made touchy. the three musketeers seem very sensitive and kind of bitchy. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they would touch the tips of their swords and say, touchy. 
touchy. They would say touche, but uh, I would I would probably say it in the tone of the of this. Touchy, touchy. <laughs> so hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. So T O U C H E with the little thing over the E is touche, not touchy. Touche. Moving on with uh, words are hard and Filippoed words. You have Twitter user Carrie May who said Hermione, spelled H E R M I O N E. <laughs> I read it as Hermione until Goblet of Fire when Hermione teaches Victor Crumb to say her name. Uh, and it is one of those ones that I wouldn't have read correctly if I read the books first, but luckily I saw the movie, so knew exactly how to say her wow. name. Yeah, for me, I thought it was, when I first uh, saw her name, I thought it was Hermione or something like that. That's what I used to call her. Uh, and to me, it looks like, yeah, Hermione. Yeah. Hermione. <laughs> her moony. She likes to moan while she toasty. Woo, yes. Her moony. <laughs> All right, moving on with words are hard. <laughs> you have Twitter user Quinn Van de Keer, who uh, pronounced the word fatigue, spelled F A T I G U E, as fatty gooey. Yeah, I'm feeling fatty gooey, man. You look I'm fatty gooey. <laughs> Uh, words are hard folks yeah they are all right uh you have uh actually actor and uh, real life muppet lin-manuel miranda who chimed in on this and said uh epitome she ain't sweetums (laughs) yeah uh lin-manuel miranda is uh hamilton it's a it's a dude oh But uh, he said, "People are hard, kids." He said the word "epitome," but like it rhymes with "home." So, epitome, yeah. And again, you know, if you're uh, the English language is so weird that if you look at it, you would pronounce it probably "epitome" as opposed to "epitome," which uh, hmm. Lin Manuel Miranda is the epitome of a real life Muppet, hmm. if it has to be used in a sentence. Moving on with words are hard and Filippo'd words. You have Twitter user West Coast Beer Geek. I don't know how he messed this one up, but uh, he read the word homeowner as ho meowner. I don't know if yeah, he's just a fan of yeah, uh, Super just, Troopers or that's just that's just lazy. <laughs> that's just like lazy. It, yeah, dead buggy, dead bug don't fly because very simple. It's two words. It's homeowner. Right. Oh, even Hubie gets it. I don't know. Halloween's among us. Yeah, if Tony starts saying homeowner, then uh, yeah, I think we help heaven help us all. Oh, here's another. Oh, this one is perfect for you, Tone. It is words are hard, folks. <laughs> Tony, when he's reading the entertainment news, uh, <laughs> talks about how uh, when something is being released. It's uh, D-E-B-U-T-E-D. How do you read that? Debuted. As debuted. <laughs> the actual pronunciation. But it's just debut, right? It's actually debuted. Yeah, you, you don't. Debuted. Yeah. Debuted. Yeah, I butcher that one. Debuted. Yeah. You don't have to add the extra debuted. Ted in there. So debuted. Ted. Um, debuted. This person Twitter, Mike Vlasic, says, I pronounce it as debut. So Tony's isn't quite as bad. You know, he's not saying no. debutted. But uh, debuted, debuted is <laughs> debuted in my nose. They broke it in my nose, boss. 
<laughs> like a young Michael Jackson. All right. Moving I on. I like little Michael. Moving on with words are hard and Filippo'd words in this case. Uh, Twitter user Parlor Toddler says in grade school, I had to the, had to read the word hors d'oeuvres, which is a hard enough word to read. It's H-O-R-S space D apostrophe O-E-U-V-R-E-S. Too many damn things. Yeah, hors d'oeuvres. And they pronounced it horse doovers. Uh, okay. Tony, would you like a... Fine selection of horse doovers. Uh, only with a little side of Chianti, please. Uh, it sounds delish. Thanks. <laughs> Why is there a fly in my glass? Oh, all those horse doovers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're so rude. <laughs> <laughs> they debuted on the dome. <laughs> Moving on with words are hard. Shut up, this is a word that uh, everybody knows now, but it didn't exist 10, 15 years ago. The word meme, M-E-M-E. Meme. Yeah. Twitter user Jojo from Jers thought it was meme which makes sense. Again, if you had never yeah. seen the word before, you know, that, that, that was a great meme on social media. Yeah, you know they haven't posted memes on social media if it's meme So <laughs> meme is sleepy time. There you go. Yeah. Moving on, Filippo'd words on words are hard. Uh, Twitter user Emmett Furrow. This is one of those cases where it's just a spelling of a word is very similar to another word. Says a friend thought that erratic was pronounced erotic. So we all assumed he was turned on by unpredictability. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you gotta be close to that, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an erratic movie. Ooh, uh, I hope it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's somebody who, uh, again, you know, based on when you see the word and how often you use it, Twitter user Column McSwiggin said, I thought. <laughs> I, I, I didn't make that up. Said, I thought hyperbole rhymed with Super Bowl until like six months ago. So he thought hyperbole was hyperbole as opposed to Super Bowl or hyperbole. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Didn't quite rhyme like Super Bowl, but uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then finally closing out words are hard. <laughs> with Filippo words, you had Twitter user Nayera who said chic, spelled C-H-I-C. I thought it was pronounced chick and used to say out loud, that's a chick outfit as opposed to a chic outfit. So again, yeah, <laughs> words in the English language, they don't yes. make it easy. I don't Sometimes envy tough. folks from other countries trying to learn English because our rules just don't make sense. But uh, in any case, folks, that does it for Words Are Hard. When we come back, we have a segment called Truth Bombs. Don't go anywhere. We're about to bomb you with the truth. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the fourth and final segment of the 
first hour of today's show. There is still plenty of show ahead uh, with our second hour here on a Wednesday, October 28th. Now, if you did miss a portion <laughs> of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, uh, head over to phoenixmedia.us. Click on the show. Sorry, Tony's laughing threw me off. Click on the show's link. Scroll well. on down to the... <laughs> Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get uh, audio and video as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Speaking of sharing, Tony, do you want to share what was so funny? Yeah, I was laughing, okay, because like during the break, so Chris and I can't talk uh, during the break. He's trying to fix some audio stuff, so... I just kind of I'm looking down at my phone and he had texted me. What are you doing? Are you are you in Lamaze class? Or was I breathing heavy? Was, <laughs> like, could you hear me through the mic? Was I no, like, no. <gasps> or did I just look off because I this is how I looked during the break. So this is what Christian sees, what you guys see on right. the screen. No, it was actually the first break. You were almost looking into the camera going. <sighs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like I have the some of the stupid symptoms of the Rona, man. Like I have a shortness of breath. It sucks. Wow, wow, that's yeah, crazy. it's weird. I'm not. I'm still not buying into it because yesterday I had to go outside for my first two hours of my shift and shovel the damn uh, area so I could get the forklifts out to clear uh, pallet yard. So I was outside for two hours shoveling. So I. I really just think it's a natural it's super cold it's like six degrees here in fort collins went from like 60 degrees to six so yeah you do that man it's gonna mess with your immune system and stuff but uh hominate the rona but uh <laughs> yeah so that's what made it funny is because i'm like what you know, like <laughs> you were definitely yes. doing some breathing exercises but uh, all right cool well that's funny to see in, in any case, you know, uh, it sounds like it's just probably a, a common cold that happens around this time of year. So. But if it is the Rona, then uh, that is the, a hell of a truth bomb to find out, which actually leads us to this segment, which is truth bombs. There has been a, a series of uninspirational quotes going around that, uh, you know, they're slightly pessimistic. pessimistic. Uh, see, I'm flippoing words and words are hard. <laughs> hey, slightly pessimistic. <laughs> but not untrue. So, for instance, you have this one that wisely says, the tragedy is that dumb people are too dumb to know that they are dumb people. Tony, you work in retail. You deal with dumb people every day. Mm-hmm. And you find out that uh, most dumb people think they're actually the opposite. They think they are bright, but uh, no, oh, no, man. they are just dumb. Yes, it happens all the days, as they say. Uh, no names given, but yeah, there's somewhere they think they're right. Oh my gosh! And then they try to tell me a story why they're right. Okay, it usually doesn't work out. No. Yeah, and I do that a lot to Tara. I think I'm pretty smart, but then when I talk to Tara, our payroll clerk, I'm sure she thinks I'm a goomba. And just... <laughs> Inconceivable! She gives, me that look. she gives me that look, like, okay. So, hey, you know, moving on with truth bombs, you have this one that says, uh, sometimes it's sad to look up and see everyone staring at their phones. But then I remember how glad I am that they're not talking to me. 
I actually very much appreciate that sentiment, um, especially on airplanes or out in public places. Uh, I'm getting ready to travel over the weekend to see my boys. Same thing. I would rather be on my phone, head down, headphones on, than somebody trying to chat at me. And uh, you know what? Just, just leave me alone for now. I'm okay weird. I'm like that, too, on the plane. Like, I'm a super social guy, but on the plane, I don't like to talk to people. Um, I also, like, as weird as it is, so coworkers, don't take offense to this if you're watching, but, like, in the break room, I typically don't like to talk. Like, that's just 30 minutes I have to just shut my brain down because I only get 30 minutes. I don't get anything else in a nine-hour day, just 30 minutes. So I don't necessarily like to engage in a lot of how's your day, How's that going? I will, and I'll be really nice about it. I just, I don't like to. I like to, uh, my friend Annie just tells me, she's like, just bring your earbuds in, put it in. But even when you have earbuds in, people still will talk to you. They still just go. They don't, I know, they don't see it. They just go with it. So It's frustrating. And I, when I worked in an environment where I had a lunch break, I was the same way. It got to the point where I would... Uh, sit there and try to just be in as much silence as possible. I didn't want to talk about work. I didn't want to talk about anything because I spent all day talking. It got to the point where I would spend my lunch breaks in my car. I would just sit in my car, turn on a podcast or some music and just sit back and relax because I got tired of people attempting to talk to me uh, about work, which is even worse, you know, when you're on your lunch break. So, (sighs) Tony, I think you're still on mute. Sorry, I clicked a weird button there. Um, What I'm saying is, like, it's not that we don't like to talk. We do it for a living. But, dude, when you only have, like, that little window to just woo-saw and come down and decompress, that's a great time. Yeah, it's time to recharge your batteries. All right, moving on with truth bombs. Here's one that, uh, again, makes perfect sense. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, but it doesn't mean that their opinion isn't stupid as hell. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Definitely. I have a lot of outlandish opinions, and some of them are very stupid. Right, right. Or there are growing global opinions that are very stupid, like uh, flat earthers. And if you are a flat it earther, is, please is, chime in. It is flat, dude. I, I want I'm to sorry. debate this all day long. K-O. Nope. <laughs> did you hear the KO? I did. K-O. It's flat landed, baby. Uh, and that reminds me of the... the com- I don't really think that, but... No, I know. Uh, the common saying, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink. <laughs> I haven't heard that last part added to it. I've heard the old adage, but uh, I do like that additional line, though. Very nice, a lot. Let's make a sexy time. Moving on with truth bombs. Again, another one. That just, I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a poster with all of these. You know, they've got those inspirational ones that say, like, courage, and it's like eagle soaring or whatever it is. I'm going to get these ones. It says, in my heart, I believe that the majority of people are good, but holy crap, the bad ones are very loud and very annoying. Much agreed. Yes. Much, yes. much agreed. Again, here's another one that I absolutely agree with. Childhood is forcing yourself to nap. Adulthood is forcing yourself not to nap. I appreciate a good nap when I can take one. Unfortunately, uh, during the weekdays, I really don't get that opportunity. So uh, on the weekends, if I can sleep in, do some stuff, take a nap for 20, 30, 
60 minutes, I'll do it just because I love naps as an adult. Do you feel good when you wake up from naps? Not if I take like a two-hour nap. If, I, if it's okay, too I, long, I wake up feeling groggy and, and out of sorts. But if it's a short, just, you know, 30 minutes of sleep, 40 minutes of sleep, I wake up feeling great. That's good. I Maybe I need to do that. I, I always feel like crap after I take a nap. And I love I love the ideas of taking naps. They sound awesome. Like, like when I run down, like, oh, man. Well, and it sucks because, like, I want to sit and watch a movie sometimes and just be lazy and play a video game. I do have those relaxing moments, but as soon as I hit the couch, that couch just eats you up. Oh, it just sucks you on in. Yeah, then I'm out. (laughs) And you know me. I can sit anywhere, and I just fall asleep. It's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do that. I mean, sometimes I can, but then I wake up with, like, a crink in my neck, and my back's all curled up, and I can't do it. I can't. Gives you such a kink in the neck. <laughs> the other thing I hate is uh, taking a nap too late in the day. So it's been starting to get dark about you know five thirty or so. Yes, I hate that. If I take a nap at say four thirty and wake up at five thirty, my brain thinks it's early morning and that I've slept through the entire night, and then I'm all confused. It's it just doesn't work. Yeah, that happened to me Sunday. I did that. I fell asleep like. Uh, right before the Sunday night football game and then I woke up I'm like oh my god is it like 2 in the morning it was like 10 at night Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know so uh, here's one when you have a job that you hate there are 5 Mondays every week briefly I hate Mondays hate them therefore I decree from this day forward there will be no more Mondays oh, if only if only that was the case um What's funny is uh, Jesse had a very insightful thought the other day. Um, it was Wednesday, and uh, we were just sitting there talking. And I said, oh, man, I wish it was Friday. And she came back with this gem, basically saying, if you, if you wished every day was another day, you wouldn't appreciate the day that it is. Aww. I thought, man, that needs to go on a poster somewhere. Yeah, that, that was a, that's a good saying, and she's so right. That is brilliant. Moving on with Truth Bombs. Slightly pessimistic truth bombs. 95% of conversations are an unbelievable waste of time. Uh, to some degree, I, I agree. Um, there are a lot of people who just say words for the sake of saying words. But if you can't get out the point of what you want to say, why even bother? Yeah, it's like that one time when I was out the road and then this guy drove by in a car, he honked his horn. I was like, dude, what's up? And then he made a left turn and then I had a sandwich for lunch. Yeah, it's like, come on, people. We don't need all the details. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Next one, considering some people's faces, you'd think more of them would be happy to wear a mask. (laughs) Ouch. Dude. That's pretty this is gonna sound This is going to sound mean, but there was like, <clears throat> there was a girl I saw real quick. I know we're going to break. Um, I was like, oh, it's very nice. You know, she, and then she pulled down the mask and it was like uh, Melina from uh, Mortal Kombat. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, that does it for the first hour of the show. When we come back, it is time for your Halloween routine. So go ahead and chime in now. Folks, we'll see you after the long break. Fuzzball. 
I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Radio show. It is Wednesday, October 28th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Uh, Tony, has that emergency kicked in? I know you went and got your smoothie. Um, you know, you're feeling under the weather, but you know what? It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week, and uh, hopefully you can hang in there, you know, at least the next two days. Yeah. No, break was good. Got smoothie made. Uh, the emergency is still going down. Doesn't taste as... Uh, yeah, delicious. I guess it's not super refreshing like a zip fizz, right? But nonetheless, it's all good. I did take my temperature during the break. Uh, I am like a Nick Lachey, ninety-eight degrees, so uh, not bad. I okay. mean, it's yeah. it's a little elevated from norm, but it's no like hundred degrees, right? Morning, so yeah, that would be worrisome. But luckily, that's yeah. not the case. Oh. So, in any case, uh, it is the interactive portion of the show. I forgot where we were. This is the point where we ask you guys to chime in on our call-in topic of the day or interactive topic of the day. And uh, in doing so, we give you the topic the day beforehand, ask you to call the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 to chime in with your uh, experience or knowledge based on the call-in topic. The other thing we've added recently is for those of you who do call in and chime in on the call-in topic, you are entered into a chance to win our monthly uh, Phoenix Fan Gear prize pack. So you'll get a Phoenix hat, a Phoenix t-shirt, maybe some other goodies as well, emblazoned with the Phoenix logo. So uh, keep that in mind, and at the end of next segment, when it's your portion, uh, we will tell you what tomorrow's call-in topic is. With that being said, today's topic is your Halloween routine. Uh, You know, everybody has a different thing that they do to get ready the night of Halloween. You know, whether you have kids, whether you don't have kids, whether you plan on handing out candy, whether you plan on going to a party, our routines are all a little bit different, and that's what we want to hear from from you guys. Now, Tony, um, being uh, the bachelor of the show, what has been your routine for Halloween? Well, I usually work, so my routine's pretty damn lame. But back in the day when I was uh, when I was married, we used to go all out, decorate our house all very scary. We always had the coolest like strobe lights, the decorations, and uh, I used to like to wait by the door in a costume and kind of scare the kids. Like it, not too bad, but enough like just a quick happy halloween you know something like that and i would wait for my nephews and it used to be fun because my nephew expected it every year for me to be at the door so i always find new ways to sneak up on my nephews when they would show up when they were kids so um <laughs> the routine was always it was like a whole month's worth of planning and then it was like the day after the ritual was we would go to like the spirit store and 
uh, Target, things like that, and go get as many decorations as we could on clearance. So that way we had stuff for next year's. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how we rolled with that. But nowadays, um, I work. So it's kind of, it's not super exciting. And I really get into the spirit as it gets closer. Like, like here we go. It's Saturday. I don't even know what I want to. I didn't go buy anything for a costume, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, I've had ideas of what I wanted to do all year. But the problem is, is I work, so you have to decide if throwing freight and getting all dirty is worth all that and and all that. So it kind of takes a little of the fun for me. But eh, right, well, that's I- that kind of kind of ho hum. And you like being goofy at work, having fun, and uh, you know, yeah. as I recall in halloween's past you've always dressed up for work and and you know did something that was original as opposed to just an off-the-shelf costume yeah i've always always been different characters i've dressed up as two co-workers before <clears throat> one i had to be kind of tongue-in-cheek pretend i was the swedish chef when clearly it's not who i was trying to be uh but yeah and uh that person even confronted me and goes, who are you supposed to be? And I'm like, the Swedish chef. I'm burky, burky, smarky, burky, 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 burky. That was more of that. But uh, he got all, he just gave me a look. But I wanted to say, I'm you, MFR. <laughs> he was not a nice dude, so. Gotcha. Yeah, for us, yeah. Um, you know, we, we love Halloween. Halloween is our favorite time of the year. We got engaged on Halloween last year. We go all out with the decorations and and always look to add more. In fact, most of our garage is filled with Halloween decorations. But the sad thing is our neighborhood is not a Halloween neighborhood. We've got very few families in the neighborhood. We're sort of tucked away back in a corner where it's dark anyway, and uh, people are apprehensive to to come up. And so we don't really pass out candy, which is sad, but uh, we do like to decorate for it. And then we will go and uh, on years that uh, I don't have my boys... We'll go trick-or-treating with the niece and nephew and, uh, you know, take them around and then come back and and watch scary movies and just enjoy it that way. Uh, And then this year, I'm actually uh, flying down to Southern California to be with my boys, uh, to which they are, they're not doing trick-or-treating per se, but they are doing a parade, which is kind of cool. They organized it with the city. There's going to be a cop car uh, essentially leading all of these kids dressed up in their Halloween gear. Uh, through the neighborhoods out onto the streets where people can come out and give them candy from there. Again, I don't know how that differs any from people, from kids going up to people's doors to give them candy, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's what well, they figured it's out. The, it's more controlled with, uh, with uh, the police and everything, which is makes everyone feel safe. But this year's is definitely really lame uh, for the kids and everything, not so much being able to go to people's houses. Some counties don't even allow it. So, yeah, it's definitely an off year for that. But, uh, you know, in Nevada, I always used to love to do that and then do the Nevada Day Parade the next day or sometimes you get the parade the day before because the way it it's falls, the same like, day, yeah. you would trick-or-treat on the 30th because the, the Nevada Day Parade was on the 31st. It was always kind of yeah, weird. That never really made any sense. But, folks, it is that time we, we, where we want to hear from you. Head over to our Facebook page, our live video at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the video, comment in there with your Halloween routine. Let us know what you do to get ready for the big night. When we come back, folks, it is all about you, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 28th. We are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of this show where we ask you guys to chime in on the call-in topic. And as always, we recommend that you call into the Phoenix line when we give you the topic for the next day's uh, call-in topic, I guess you would say. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-336-4973. But of course, you can always chime in live on our video, our live video over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Again, that's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R. Today, we are talking Halloween routines, what you do to get ready for the big night. For instance, we had Kendra chime in, said uh, she checks her dogs or takes her dogs for a long walk. The doorbell and knocking drive them crazy. If they're tired, they bark less. On occasion, there's a chewy bone added into the mix. Can't bark if their mouth is full. Um, I agree. You know, we're, we're a dog family. And, uh, you know, even though we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters, anytime that doorbell rings or there's a knock on the door, the dogs lose their mind. Of course, the two dogs that uh, unfortunately passed away due to old age over the last couple of years that were the most barky, they're no longer around. Uh, our two other dogs have picked up that habit. So uh, knock at the door, <laughs> ring of the doorbell. <laughs> They lose their minds. Yeah, theirs is more intimidating than the other two. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tony, what about on your end? Has anybody uh, chimed in to yeah, uh, say what their uh, Halloween routine the is? Yendras, they uh, timed, uh, chimed in and said uh, oop, they were wishing me well. So um, the routine is uh, waiting uh, to the last minute to decide if they're going to trick and trick or treat. They scramble to get ready because they never know what the weather's going to be like in Nebraska. Um, they did just move to Kearney, so uh, hopefully they'll be able to trick-or-treat in their new neighborhood. They'll get a good feel for how the neighbors are, things like that. So uh, hopefully they'll be able to do that. I'm sure it's going to be cold. Um, it's supposed to warm up around here a little bit. So <laughs> To what, 13 degrees? Uh, yeah, let's see. Um, I would imagine it's... You know, not bad. During the day, 52 degrees. So uh, the evening low will be 27. So, okay. But with you got the snow on the ground still, like even though that's what the temp is, it definitely drops it a bit. So it'll be a little on the chilly side here. So, yeah. It's funny because I've lived all over the country growing up uh, in Southern California where. The weather was always nice trick-or-treating. You know, you could wear anything you wanted uh, all the way to the point where we lived in Minnesota where there were times that it got 20 below with wind chill, 50 below. And uh, your costume didn't matter as much as the uh, protection that you were wearing (laughs) out and about. So, um, yeah, yeah, this time of year is different all over the country. But uh, in any case, it's still fun to get out there. And in this case, this year, uh, the time change doesn't happen until the following day. So, uh, you know, you get a little more daylight, um, at least for one more day prior to Halloween. Well, yeah. uh, one more. As I mentioned, if you folks do want to chime in uh, while we're not taking phone calls at the moment, which we will open that up for net tomorrow's phone calls, you can always comment on our live video over at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Now, while we're waiting for more people to chime in, I pulled up a list of the craziest things kids have gotten while trick-or-treating. 
We talked about, uh, you know, what BS candies people hand out. But there are even more things that are, let's face it, BS when uh, you're going trick-or-treating. For instance, uh, people who hand out caramel onions instead of caramel apples. Apparently, Whoa, really? Yeah. Apparently, they take the trick over the treat uh, quite seriously. Oh, okay. That, well... If somebody's brave enough to say trick, I guess you get what you get. Disgusting. Could you imagine biting into that with the expectation it's a caramel apple and finding out it's an onion? No. It'd be awful. Yeah. It'd be the most terrible thing. And on top of that, if I'm a parent, I wouldn't let my kid eat it anyways. Like, if it was just somebody, oh, yeah, we make make caramel apples. Here you go. I would not let my kid eat it. You never know what the hell's in the middle of that thing. Right. Though. Razor blades, hypodermic needles. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I, I always got a kick out of the people who uh, said, oh, you got to watch out uh, for your kid's candy in case somebody snicks, uh, you know, uh, uh, marijuana edibles in there. First of all, those are very expensive. Who would be giving that out to children? That It does not yeah. make any sense. But, uh, you know, it's... It's all part of the propaganda. Speaking of propaganda, uh, people who pass out pamphlets or Bibles or uh, anything along those lines for Halloween, just don't. Just stop. If, if that's what you're planning on doing, just turn off your lights. Pretend like you're not home because nobody wants that. Even if you are religious or, or you know you follow that belief, this is a holiday that's supposed to get away from all that, that's supposed to be more of a fun treat sort of thing so uh do you ever get those growing up tone uh yeah there was there was some uh some like uh, scripture you know like like have a blessed day and there'd be like a, a candy attached to it like a sugar daddy or something you know just you know but <laughs> as a kid you don't care you just take the candy you know, right whatever. you almost expect expect that uh you know the uber religious people you know for dressing up as a demon, you're going to yeah. burn in hell, but there's still time to save your soul. You know, most most religious people don't, they don't even celebrate it. Um, when I was dating uh, a Christian girl, she uh, her family didn't celebrate it. Like, Halloween was not not for them. They didn't do the, like, they would maybe, like, color pumpkins or something. They would do that just to make it seem very Halloween-ish for the kids growing up, but they would never dress up, uh, do the candy thing. They never did that so it's the devil yeah for me man halloween was always awesome i always loved halloween my favorite holiday by far uh speaking of crazy things that kids have gotten while trick-or-treating uh my next door neighbors used to give out cans of green beans and corn i learned to stop going to their house real quick why again why no, it's that people cleaning out their pantry. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what a They're scary like, little ghost. You know, you get I could just go donate this to the food market, but this is Halloween. Kids are coming to my door anyways. Might as well just get rid of it. Just <laughs> why well, not? You look like you need a 10-year-old can of Spam. Here you go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, what about some easy watching while you sort your candy? Apparently, somebody gave out a documentary of the Milwaukee Brewers. First of all, who would want that? <laughs> Said these people. People also handed out travel coffee mugs the next year. Why? It, it does not make any sense. 
You know, there are certain expectations when it comes to Halloween, unless you are going above and beyond and handing out full-size candy bars. Stick with the huge. Yeah. Stick with the basics. It's exactly. Great. <laughs> uh, here's one that uh, apparently they want to make sure that uh, people always have their shoes on right. They handed out shoelaces. Why? Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> you know, um, we used to also get another crappy one. We would get uh, was like people would just make popcorn, and they would just put it in a little baggie and just throw a little baggie of popcorn in here. <laughs> but you could never eat it because it was never like officially sealed, so you it never right. made it. It never passed inspection. Yeah, unless you personally know that neighbor, I wouldn't trust it. For instance, you know these people who sort of went one up on that. There was a family that uh, handed out brisket sandwiches. They said weird, but oh so satisfying. They loved that house. Some years it was kettle corn. Other years it was hot dogs or burgers. And the older they got, the food got better. Um, Again, if you trust them and you know who they are, that might be one thing. But just some random stranger house to get a a brisket sandwich? No. We We used to rip on this dude. He was creepy, man. He was our... We're... Cass and I lived, he was like a couple doors down, but across the way to the right. He was the head of the HOA. Just a really odd dude. And um, like, I'm sh- I don't know, like, but he had this thing where he'd ask the parents if it was okay and they would agree to it. Okay. But, uh, he'd go to the door, he'd give them a full-size bar of candy, but he wanted he wanted to take he had polaroids and he took a picture of the kids in the costume and then he would hang the picture up on the thing so that way when they'd come again they could see where they were it was really really creepy that's a little strange at least he wasn't asking for like tickle time or something like that. yeah no no and the parents like he did always ask the parents but we used to just we used to rip on it and we wouldn't let the the boys go over there so <laughs> i don't blame you uh no, Ken- kendra boys Ch- were not allowed that way Kendra chimed in. She said, uh, so when I run out of candy and there are still kids at the door and I'm tapped out, I've raced to give granola bars so they have something. Uh, You know what? I think that is a fair substitute. It's close enough to candy that it's not the worst thing in the world. And then finally, oh, you want to say something, Tom? Yeah, I just have another good one in my old neighborhood. Halloween was always fun over in that area. Um, I watched my neighbor across the street get toilet papered. That was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I ended up chasing them away. That was fun. Uh, we used to do bonfires and stuff. But Blake, the he was a former uh, Washington Redskin, lived at the end of uh, the cul-de-sac. And what was cool is he worked for, I think he worked for Budweiser. Um, yeah, it was Budweiser. And uh, he'd always get you know free beer. So like when the kids would come through and do trick-or-treating, like if their dad was with them, he'd always offer the dad a beer. He's like, hey, you want one? That's kind so, of cool. So the adults got adult beverages if they went to blake's house blake was a really cool neighbor man i liked him did he hand it over and say this bud's for you no <laughs> no not, not that i ever oh, saw okay. man but i tell you man <laughs> he had some he had an awesome game room oh that's awesome and finally As a former nfl player should right oh i'm sure heading out to the break <laughs> you have this person who said my neighbor growing up was by the local university, so I would often get flavored condoms. When I went home, I would chew on them because I thought they were a new kind of gum. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, parents, check to see what's in your kid's uh, trick-or-treat bag. Folks, when we Why is it slimy? (laughs) (laughs) Folks, when we come back, we have a segment called Sugar-Free Gummy Bears. If you know where we're going with this, you won't want to miss it. We'll see you in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Wednesday, October 28th. Now we talk about it a couple times each show. In fact, more than a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the chance to chime in on anything whatsoever. For instance, uh, maybe you missed our conversation about your Halloween routine or even some of the strange candies that uh, people receive on uh, Halloween night. Well, you can chime in on the Phoenix page or... We ask you that uh, we ask for you to chime in on our call-in topic for tomorrow, which is terrifying TV. We want to know what the scariest TV show is that's out there. Obviously, the quality of TV has gone way up in recent year with years with streaming services, and so uh, there's been some quality programming to come out that uh, in years past you had to rely on movies that uh, were scary. So we want to hear your pick for terrifying TV. The number for the Phoenix line. Shark, the TV show. (laughs) That's pretty terrifying. Number for the Phoenix line is 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X R D O or 855 336 4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this segment, wanted to call back to a topic we did, I want to say either earlier in the week or later last week, which was discontinued sweets. We talked about everything from cream savers to, in this case, the sugar-free Haribo Classic Gummy Bears, which have an um, interesting side effect if you eat too many of them. I pooped my pants. <laughs> Uh, Tony, have you had any experience with the uh, the sugar-free gummy bears? I know uh, the taquitos, yes, but uh, not the gummy no. bears, right? No, I've never had problems with the gummy bears, ever. <laughs> I'm always bouncing here, there, and everywhere. Everywhere without bears. a care? Yep. <laughs> well, if you take the time to uh, look at the Amazon reviews for Haribo sugar-free gummy bears, they are pure gold uh, and all revolve around the fact that I pooped my pants pants. (laughs) yeah for instance you have uh, this reviewer who says my friend hasn't been practicing social distancing during the pandemic so I bought him a bag of these gummies for his birthday Uh, apparently he's not very good with the coronavirus coronavirus you said the words <laughs> it's now been 10 days since he left the house out of fear of pooping himself again. I'm not going to say Haribo sugar free classic gummy bears are the cure for coronavirus, but it certainly helps slow down the spread. <laughs> I guess what, bitch? <laughs> coronavirus! <laughs> Oh, and they keep getting better and better. Uh, again, if, you, if you're trying to cut down on the sugar, this might not be the way to go. Sugar. 
All right, uh, this review for Sugar-Free Gummy Bears says, a delicious treat that should be enjoyed only after the following preparations have been made. One, make sure it's Friday and cancel all weekend plans. For good measure, go ahead and call in for Monday. Two, call the city and make sure your water bill is paid in full. Three, visit your local hardware store and purchase a sink attachment for your garden hose as toilet paper will quickly become too painful to bear. Four, give advance notice to family members, roommates, and neighbors unless you're keen on trying to give birth to a crushed watermelon while convincing your local SWAT team that both the screaming and demonic noises are from you and a dynamic entry would only bring about more needless suffering. At five, redo your restroom in motivational pictures, ones with slogans like courage is fear, hanging on one minute longer, the only easy day was yesterday. I also advise posting up the suicide prevention hotline number or having a dedicated friend or other support group to walk you through the low times. Lastly, I must strongly urge you to consider why you are thinking of buying this product is it a sense of deep self-loathing, a reckless sense of adventure? Are you researching dysentery? Perhaps you are the drill sergeant of some extreme commando unit seeking to break down the enemy's will to fight by airdropping these into their mist. Midst. If you are just Mixed. curious, then let me say, oh, fellow human, beware for this. Life is dangerous enough. Next time I want a thrill, I'll skydive without a parachute. That way, at least I'll have a chance. So uh, that is a <laughs> brutal review of sugar-free gummy bears <laughs> that that was very harsh in fact i i got lost for a minute when you're reading the steps i thought of uh the step-by-step -step song from new kids on the block i went back to the 90s <laughs> step one eat some sugar-free gum step two it's gonna blow out of you step three bitch you gotta take a pee step four uh-oh Hasbro's done it again, or Harpo's done it. Oh, I screwed oh. I was flowing. I was flowing. I was going to go through yeah, all okay. five steps in a cheesy step-by-step -step rap. No, when, when I was I going through it, I, I was thinking about the um, the rules to survive a zombie apocalypse from Zombieland. <laughs> Always wear your seatbelt. Folks, we are talking about Harbo sugar-free gummy bear reviews. Harbo. And the carnage that they wreck I pooped my pants open your pants you cool. <laughs> you have this uh, five star review on uh, Amazon that says I've been sitting on my toilet for five hours in excruciating pain 1010 would purchase again <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that just something as gummy as that could create uh, such a uh liquefying experience like it was there salmonella in there or does it say why i think it's regular the, gummy bears don't make you do that i think it's the mix of the gelatin and maybe the artificial sugars go together to uh essentially make your your stomach a uh, a water park it's uh it's bad news uh moving on with sugar-free gummy bear reviews you have this person who said sweet soft fruity delicious and my gastrointestinal tract has never been so sparkling clean it's true i mean if if you're preparing for surgery and you don't want to down that gallon of liquid that uh, they make you drink hey a bag of these gummy bears they should do the trick i pooped my pants <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. They do, do a little thing, you know. Oh, yeah, that was some sugar-free right there. 
you have this one-star review that, uh, again, it might work as a great diet supplement. It says, I weighed 189 before I ate these. I am now a skeleton. Just in time for Halloween. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Uh, you know, the funny thing is, it, <laughs> just for the sake of trying it, it might be worth it just one time, but I don't know. It might, might, be, might be a little scary. I kind of uh, want to do it. <laughs> moving on with uh, sugar-free gummy bear reviews, you have uh, this one who still gave it five stars, but they say buyer beware. I thought the things people said about sugar-free gummies were exaggerated. What a fool I was. I write this in the hopes that future generations will break the cycle and never have to live through what happened to me in the harrowing hours that were to come. That night, I lay awake in bed, sweating, farting profusely, and unable to sleep because I had to run to the bathroom every few minutes. The stench was incomparable to anything I had ever smelled before. It was like being anally... um, taken advantage Whoa. of in reverse <laughs> self-censorship there oh my he's on fire <laughs> to pass the time i read the article about hiroshima and nagasaki on wikipedia perhaps i felt a kinship with the f- victims of the attacks because it was like a nuclear bomb had gone off in my bowels if regular diarrhea is fat man and little boy the effect of these villainous bears on my anus was sarbomba at one point, I recalled Marlon Brando's monologue from Apocalypse Now, and suddenly I understood everything. If I saw my worst enemy approaching a bowl of these, I would dive in front of it to save them from the horror of what I experienced on that black day. Woe betide anyone who fails to heed my warnings. Wow. Wow, wow that's a pretty detailed th- uh, review of sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> Wowzes. Right. And just the havoc they create. Um, and ultimately, they end hey, up making Hey, if you... it's anything like those taquitos from 7-Eleven did, man, that faithful they. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. <laughs> I pooped my pants. <laughs> Yowie, wowie. Oh, <laughs> and these go on and on and on. And we will post these on the Facebook page for you guys to read and enjoy. Hopefully awesome. you can do it um, without actually having to eat them. It's just funny. This whole segment, every time you say sugar-free, uh, my cousin, Andrew Pullman, who chimed in earlier, uh, I call him, we call each other sugar-free because when we were kids, we used to play Mega Man 2 and Flashman stage has this catchy little beat mm-hmm. to the level. And uh, for whatever reason, we came up with a jingle for sugar-free gum. And it was like, sugar-free gum, you know it's good and refreshing. You know I really want some good and refreshing. There you go. That's some terrible singing. But as kids, we sang that. So as adults, we still refer to that. Uh, game and uh, sugar-free. I'd say it's the perfect tie into this segment. And finally, closing out this topic of sugar-free Haribo gummy bear reviews. Simple and easy. Did you hear that sonic boom? Yeah, that was me after three of these. Uh, (laughs) Folks, when we come back, we uh, are headed into our final segment. It's This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in a few. Get 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And folks, we've made it to the fourth and final segment of the show. Actually, it's the eighth and final segment of the show. But not before we drop a little knowledge on you with this day in history. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to America. Nope. Head over to (laughs) phoenixmedia.us. Click on the show's link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video. You can get audio as well. Or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Nope. <laughs> and we're doomed. While you're there, be yes, sure. Yes, you are. You are doomed. Be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is always caring, and we care about you guys so much. We care a lot that we hope that you walk away each morning with a, one piece of knowledge you didn't know, which is why we take you through this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking off this day in 1726, Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift is published by Benjamin Mott in London. Is that a book you ever read or did you just watch the uh, Jack Black movie? No, it was... No, it was like he landed on the island and he was the big giant and they had him all tied down. Um, also was very familiar with uh, Gulliver's Travels with Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. Because they had I had a book with Mickey that was also Gulliver. I forgot they had done that. Yeah, um, yeah. I was in a hotel one time and the Jack Black movie came on. Of course, there was nothing else to watch. It was actually somewhat entertaining. It, it wasn't something I would pay to go see at the movies. But, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, no. for for a free it's movie. It's just to like pass a real time. small book. I was it was enjoyable as a kid. I, I definitely remember that one. Very cool. Very cool. Moving on with this day in history in seventeen seventy six was the Battle of White Plains, where George Washington retreats to New Jersey, where he spent time with Snooky, Jay Wow, the situation. Oh, I thought when you said Snooky at first, I thought that was for reals. <laughs> what what's Shame on me. What was the phrase? Oh no. GTL, Jim Tan Laundry, was it something like that? Yeah, yeah, it was GTL. I kind of have that too. It's uh, RGW, Radio Gym Work. <laughs> I've got uh, uh, the three S's. S- Sleep. Sh- nope. Sleep. Sh- sh- shower, shave. <laughs> oh, I should add. I should add the. Uh, the Sherwood uh, in the middle there, there too. It's Sherwood like shower R-S-G-W. <laughs> Moving on with this day in history. This day in 1793, Eli Whitney applies for a patent on the cotton gin, which uh, is, uh, hell, most of the clothes we're wearing right now is thanks to that single invention. Thanks, Mr. Whitney. Thank you. This day in 1811, the first known person. Thank you. The first known purchase of Jane Austen's novel Sense and Sensibility by the Prince Regent, later George IV, who was a big fan. Uh, was that required reading for you, Tone? No. No Jane Austen novels. I don't blame you. This day in 1831, Michael Faraday demonstrates his dynamo invention, an electrical generator, which I think predates what um, 
Edison was doing, what uh, Tesla was doing. Uh, he's the reason that uh, they were able to make electricity and light bulbs and all of that stuff possible. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know if this guy is related to the famous one, but this day in 1856, French magician Jean-Eugène Robert Houdin, don't know if he's related to Houdini, performs for Algerian marabouts in Algeria to convince them that French magic is the stronger one. Vivi, I will show you. Watch me whip out a paper towel out of thin air. Did you see it? Of course you did. It was, it was magic. magic. It was magical tone. It was magic. Abracadabra. <laughs> it disappeared. Uh, moving on this day in 1886, the Statue of Liberty is dedicated by U.S. President Grover Cleveland, celebrated by the first confetti Grover? ticker tape parade in New York City. Uh, that's another name that needs to come back for kids. My name's Grover. I have a big nose. <laughs> I'm Super Grover! Ah! <laughs> Speaking of real-life Muppets, we've uh, got our own here. You know what's... Uh, you remember that time when uh, those four guys from New York, they, they, they spewed a bunch of pink stuff inside the Statue of Liberty, and they walked it around New York. They listened to some uh, Lift Me Higher. I mean... Higher and how, higher. Why, why does no one talk about that day in history? I mean... She she did get out. Do you remember she stepped on a few cars? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday that all happened. <laughs> good times, good times. Good times. Ghostbusters 2, kids. Ghostbusters 2. This day in 1934, something you never see anymore. Brooklyn and Ever. Pittsburgh play a penalty-free NFL game. Now it's quite the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, did you say Brooklyn? Brooklyn. I don't know who... Brooklyn. Brooklyn had a football team? Apparently back in 1934, they did. Oh, let's see. Uh, football Brooklyn team. Uh, while you're going on. While you're uh, looking for that, I'll move. Information. Yeah. 1954, Nobel Prize for Literature is awarded to Ernest Hemingway. We've got a couple mm -hmm. of books in our crapper from him. A little yeah, light read. <laughs> uh, randomly enough, uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers were also a football team. Not just Brooklyn Dodgers baseball, but Brooklyn Dodgers football. Look at that. Uh, yeah, you know, they were around from 1930 to 1943. And then in 1944, they went by as the Brooklyn Tigers. And uh, don't know what they went on to become after all of that, but never, ever knew that. Crazy. The more you know. This day in yeah. 1971, John Lennon and Yoko Ono record Happy Xmas, War is Over in New York. Oh, that combination is just. Oh, you reckon a Yoko Ono because she's your favorite in the world? Yeah, far from. Far yeah, from. Yeah, she's very good. You like her. <laughs> she pooped her pants. <laughs> and again, magic. <laughs> Folks, if you're only listening to this and not watching it, it is well worth going back and watching the video because it... just just the magic segment. Exactly. Ready, set, magic. <laughs> uh, this day in 2001, the indie cult hit Donnie Darko, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, is released. Uh, you've seen that movie, right, Tom? I have. Yeah. It was weird. It was. A... It was a weird movie. Definitely strange, but it's a. 
like you said, that's that's the best way to status it nowadays. It is a cult classic. It's one of those that didn't do so well at the time. Right. It's a little odd, but you know, given where it is nowadays, it does still have a popularity and a following behind it. So right, and that creepy version of Mad World that they would play. Yeah, that, that just that still sticks with me. Uh, along mm-hmm. those same lines of uh, creepy movies that premiered on this date, this date in 2007, B movie premieres in the U.S. and in the U.K. with Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what is it about the movie about me as a bee? I was looking for a lane. I mean, what is it about me being a bee? <laughs> You know what's terrible about that movie is Jerry Seinfeld Everything. did not try to mask his voice or anything, so that's all you would hear. Nobody does anymore. You know, it's it was it, just Seinfeld as a bee. Well, it's like it's not a bee. What you? It's not a bee. It's like Owen Wilson, uh, you know, being Lightning McQueen in Cars. You know, it's you can't hear that voice and not picture a giant schnoz on the front of that car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're making love down Mount Suvius. Oh, <laughs> uh, you had mentioned earlier. He does have a big schnauzer, huh? He does. You'd mentioned. That's Hansel. He's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, you had mentioned, Tony, that uh, the Dodgers won their first World Series since 1988. Well, this day in 2012, <laughs> San Francisco beats Detroit 4 3 in 10 innings in game four at Comerica Park, sweeping the Tigers 4 to nothing for their second title in three years. And Tony, yeah, being a Giants baby. fan, I know you re- remember that. Yes, yes, definitely. It seems like a long time ago, but there was that uh, nice stretch where the Giants were winning all the even series. So 2010, 2012, and then. 2014 seems so long ago. Dodgers fans would not be happy to hear that. But, you know, they got theirs. They got theirs. Yeah, you know, and I'm happy for all my Dodger fans out there. So I am, too. And then finally, before we let you guys go for the day, we're going to run down a few holidays. Holidays! Today is International Animation Day. We're animation fans here. We can catch me every day. Get wacky, wacky. (laughs) Today is Lung Health Day. For all you smokers mm. out there. Or you people that have the Rona. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one I can get behind. National Chocolate Day. Mm, my favorite thing mm. in the world. It is Plush Animal Lovers Day, as uh, Tony's neighbor knew. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Body heat, dude. <laughs> uh, it is National Separation of Church and State Day. Keep those things separated. It is Statue of Liberty Dedication Day and finally Wild Foods Day. So uh, go enjoy some wild foods or some chocolate. And folks, we will be back tomorrow. Gummy bears, sugar free. (laughs) Do it. For a Thursday show with Florida Man. Folks, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll see you all tomorrow.